welcome to Best Song Ever. My name is Brian LeBen, and alongside me, as always, is my dear, dear cousin, Luke LeBen. Luke, how are you doing? It's been a minute. Good year. I'm... Damn it. Brian, can we take it back? I... No. It's been it's nope. been months. I, I don't know how to it doesn't podcast nope. anymore. We uh, no take backs. <sighs> you know that's a rule. That's rule number one. Rule number two of the podcast: no take backs. So, well, can absolutely you just not. at least find them. We'll leave this in. But can you at least do my introduction again? Yeah, sure. Hey, Luke, how you doing? Lordy, Lordy, Barry Gordy. Oh, jeez. Oh, you are out of practice. Is that not when I say that? No. Uh, normally, you'll say that when I play good songs, oh, which okay. is like every time I play a song. So, all right. Um, let's try it one more time. Hey Luke, how you doing? Oh God, <laughs> what what? I'm good. How are you, Ryan? Oh, okay. <laughs> you you really pulled it back in there. You yeah. did it. Uh, I'm doing pretty good. Yeah, oh, that's it's, good. It's been a long time. It's we've been, been a very long time. We've gone up to the mountain and done some soul searching, yes. and uh, we are back, ready, invigorated, excited to pod. Oh, this so cast. excited to pod or and... cast this pod. However you say Whatever. it, we're just excited to bring you some some sweet new songs uh, that yes. we've been listening to. And, you know, we usually record in my parents' basement, and it looks <laughs> kind of different today. It's like... We're not in your parents' basement. We're actually... Oh, is that what it is? Yeah. We're recording in a studio. Oh, right. With uh, Planet Ant Podcast. That's, see, I usually don't have to, like, come to Hamtramck to go to my parents' right. basement because they don't live right. here. So I was a little confused, but Did I Did you think they moved now. their house? Like yeah, I was that. like, where's my mom and dad? Why aren't they here? Yeah. But yeah, so we are in the new Doom Tomb. I don't know, Doom Tomb V2, or sure. if you want to call it the Shred Shed or something <laughs> like that. But we are in Planet Ant Studios, Yeah, and we are now a part of the Planet Ant Podcast Network, and we are very excited to uh, be on this network. Uh, Planet Ant is a local theater here where I do improv, and uh, we were invited to join their network. So, oh, <laughs> you do improv? I thought you were saying like you. I, I thought you said you do improve. Like I thought you were going to therapy. Oh, did I accidentally something. put an e on the end? I think so. And I was like, "Do you want to see my improve show?" Like, no, I don't want to go to your therapy consultation I, appointment. I cannot whatever. tell you how many times I've shown up for an improv audition, yeah, and they really wanted me to like fix their house and do some home improvement. Uh, and I'm right. like, it's it's really confusing. They should consider changing the name of improv to something else. It's, but it's very confusing. This is best song ever, folks, and we're going to try our darndest to give you the best song ever. Brian and I each pick three songs, and we're going to present them to each other and to you. If I play a song Brian loves, he's going to say, Papa Likey. And if he plays one I really love, I'm going to say, Lordy, Lordy, Barry Gordy. So I'm going to get us started. I'm so happy to play the first song from 2019 uh because we have not recorded since uh 2018 our year-end shows and um this is a song that i've been listening to nonstop. i've been singing along to it i've been trying to learn it on guitar i tweeted about it that i'll just finish the song and start it right over you know what it is mm-hmm. this is tiara whack mm. holy child <laughs> i was trying to do like an oprah thing for some reason um this is Only Child by Tierra Wack. Um, Tierra Wack put out one of our favorite records from last year, Wack World. I believe it was our collective favorite. Yeah, like, if you looked was. at where it was ranked on our list, this was the number one favorite from both of us. Yeah. And uh, it was a groundbreaking concept 15 minute album with 15 songs, each song one minute long. Sometimes they just cut out. It was super creative and brilliant. And, uh, now Tierwack is back, and you know, I've been, uh, I was, you know, a little nervous. Uh, she mm-hmm. had done some full-length songs before, more in the three to four-minute range before she did the one-minute thing, but mm-hmm. I'm like, you know, always exciting to see where an artist goes. Sometimes it does, they don't go where you want them to, so I was like very excited to see what she would have post Wack World. But also a little nervous, and she just blew me away with all with both of these two new tracks that she released in February. We're gonna listen to the one called "Only Child." This song just has the catchiest melody. 
this synth that just is warm and comforting to me, just like sort of floaty and waterlogged sounding. And, uh, you know, I've been watching a lot of Oscar-nominated movies. Mm -hmm. Usually I watch them before the Oscars, but this year I was bad about it, so now I'm catching up. And so, a.k.a. I've been crying a lot. um, (laughs) Right. Because they always make me cry. And, like, after I watched, like, say, A Star is Born, I threw on Only Child to just center me and comfort me because it just makes me so happy when I hear it. So I want to make you guys happy. Let's take a listen to Tierra Whack with Only Child. Yeah. 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 Selfish, but I really care what until you go to need my help. Helpless, you ain't never think about nobody but yourself. Selfish, but I really care what until you go to need my help. Helpless, you must be the only child because you're so stingy. I just wanna go fuck wild. You don't defend me I've been on the fucking prowl I've been counting Mindy's You didn't turn my heart so cold I should work it freely Darling, darling I've been praying for you, for you I've been praying for you I've been praying for you said there's always some hesitation or worry when someone releases something after a project you love so much and it's different in that it's three times the length of the normal song from from whack world but Mm -hmm. 
it feels like a natural extension. It feels like a uh, one of these sketches from Whack World turned into a complete song. It still has kind of the minimal ish beats and really focuses on her incredible vocal talent of singing, rapping, switching up so many different voices. Because uh, that's all her. No, no one featured on it. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, just uh, a really, really great song. Excited for what's to come from her. Uh, hopefully, we get like a another album this year because she's been putting out singles back to back here. So, yeah, and uh, there is, according to Genius, where I was looking at the lyrics, there is a TW two album that's listed as the album so but i haven't seen any information on that anywhere else so we'll see but maybe Mm -hmm. she'll have one this year that'd be great um but yeah that i love that synth line like you're saying just the minimalist and it's it's just such a strange sound that just feels so warm and inviting to me and then when that beat kicks in and she starts Mm -hmm. singing the chorus uh, the melody in that chorus is just so great and i just can't help but bounce and smile you probably saw me i was bouncing and smiling i was also bouncing and smiling you can't help it no you can't help it and i am also a big fan of when a like two syllable word is stretched out to five syllables, which she did on the chorus with stingy and stingy and friendlies and all that. It's yeah. it's just a, a lot of fun to play with words, wordplay, you know? And let's talk about that because the friendlies line, I really love the chorus she says. So when I first heard that, I was like, I don't know what friendlies is, but I'm assuming it's like a restaurant that yeah. serves ice cream and looked it up, and sure enough, it is. They're known for their 22 flavors of ice cream. 22, okay. Yeah. Right. But, like, the chorus is so sort of fun and funny, and she did a really good job on the last album of blending, like, really powerful stuff with sort of goofy, funny stuff. And I love that line because it's like she's sort of making a joke saying, you turn my heart so cold, I should work at Friendly's. And mm-hmm. it's like a funny mm-hmm. reference, a goofy little thing, but the emotion behind what she's saying is sort of painful. And that sort of goes for this whole song where it sounds so just like light and floaty and just so pretty and fun. But actually it's sort of, you know, what she's talking about is this person's not treating her right, not giving her what she wants and she's got to leave him behind. But Mm -hmm. then I think you get sort of that cathartic moving on. She says money over deck, money over deck. I love how she says it. But yeah, so there is sort of this air of like, you know, you you did this to me, but I'm going to move on and just focus on myself. And so there is sort of that light, cathartic moving on uh, air to the song as well. Uh, another line in the rap break, which, again, when I first heard this song, I was like, I would be happy with just that melody. But then she's right. doing a rap break on top of it. Great, awesome verse that she does there. So many great lyrics. I love how she throws in the all men should be feminists, Donald Trump fucks immigrants. I don't want to work it out, so cancel our gym membership. Just like mm. I, the way I think of like why she put that right there is taking this idea of like a man not treating her right and then maximizing that globally to right. women being mistreated. Um, but yeah, interesting touch there to just throw in a little Donald Trump diss. I love it. I mean, it's fun. It's Every fun. song should throwing a little one in there yeah. somewhere, you know. Just like a little. The song's about to end. It's just like, oh, and fuck Donald Trump. Right. I want to say one more thing about the other track, Clones, uh, which, I mean, I, I'm not listening to that quite as much as this one, but still listening to it a lot. And it's great. It's like the trap mumble rap sound. Yeah. And I feel like she does it better than anyone else. And I feel like she was like, oh, you want to you wanna fucking mumble? Let's fucking mumble. And then she's like, Where do you know? Like she's yeah. like mumbling more than anyone ever could. Now I'm wishing I played that one and I could have said, Are you ready to mumble? And then we could have talked about like mumble in the Bronx. Yeah. We could have mumbled our whole our whole thing. It would have been no. really great. It's too bad. Yeah. No take backs. We already talked about that. So that was Tierra Whack with Only Child. That is apparently from TW two. Um, maybe that's just the working title. But hopefully she'll have an album out this year. I'm looking forward to that. She is one of my favorite new artists, and um, I hope you all will enjoy that song as much as I have. Mm-hmm. Preach, brother. Um, so I-, I wanted to talk about myself for a moment here before playing. What else is new? <laughs> before, uh, before playing my first song, um, you've been in my life for a- your whole life. 
Yeah. I didn't have a choice. Um, and I have made you countless mixes over the years. Oh, right? yeah. I'm really good at it. That's part of, I mean, we've talked about it briefly, but that's really what got me into music so much. Loving new mm. music is that you gave me these mixes and I was like, this stuff is out there? Yeah. Whoa. Yeah. yeah. So um, I think what I want to do is uh, I, f- I feel like the three songs I'm playing would be really great for a house party mix. This is so a mini mix. This this is going to, I'm going to show, I'm going to tell you where to put it on your mix, right? And so the first song we're going to listen to you got to throw on when everyone's arrived at the party uh everyone has a drink in them you know chit chat and whatever mm-hmm. whatever bullshit 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 it and you throw this fucking song on and your friends are going to look at each other mouth the gape and be like oh shit's about to get fucked up oh boy yeah this is a party starter it's a really great song from a band that i love Really great guitar riffs, and we're going to get into it right now. Let's take a listen to X-Hex with Rainbow Shiner. Was a shredder. I'm. I, my mouth was agape the entire time. Uh-huh. I was looking around the room, but it was just you. I couldn't find anyone else to share this with. <laughs> right. But 
Yeah, that song's cool. That was a, a hard rocker, and uh, it's it has sort of their guitar sounds sort of like a '80s like hair metal band or something. Mm-hmm. Um, but very cool. Yeah, sort of like light and breezy while being a hardcore shredder. Definitely, and um, this is the band that is fronted by uh, Wild Flag and Helium's Mary Timoney, and uh. Uh, this is the second album that they've released as a band together. Their first album, Rips, is a, a classic rock album from 2015, and I'm super excited for this, uh, this second album. I've been uh, this year listening back to my favorite from the decade the previous decade Mm -hmm. and this one uh their first album i've been listening to a lot and it's it's so good and this does uh kind of expand on their sound a little bit and this takes the aesthetic of rips which was kind of blown out and hard to decipher some pieces of it and they were looking for a more three-dimensional sound with a lot of vocal harmony uh tracks a lot mm. of different clear guitar dueling solos and that kind of thing. And I think that this, you can hear that on really, really well. And it's just a really great party starter if you don't mind your shit getting broken. Because I feel like something's going to break oh, in your house. people go mosh. Right. People go mosh. And, um, you know, maybe it's that vase that, if it's at your parents' house, you, that vase that they tell you oh, before yeah. they leave, like, don't break this, yeah, that's going to get broken. Well, you might want to tuck that away in a closet. Before no, it doesn't matter. It's going to get broken anyway. <laughs> They're going to find it. If you start a prostitution ring out of your parents' house, that vase is going to get broken. <laughs> okay. Do you not do you not remember risky business oh, at all? You know what? I know why I don't remember it. It's because I never saw it. Oh, okay. You should see it. It's pretty funny. Yeah. Um so yeah, that's this is the song you would play during risky business when uh, you're when the vase gets broken. Oh, so. so the vase gets broken, not the part where he's sliding across in his undies. That's before, I okay. believe. That's like his parents are gone and he's like, I'm gonna start a prostitution ring. This is exciting. <laughs> Oh, that's what it's about? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I knew a prostitute was part of it. I don't know. No, realize. she gets her friends. He gets his friends laid. And <laughs> that's, uh... And then, like, Cuba Gunny Jr.'s, like, show me the money at some point. Yeah. Yep. He calls him. Oh, um, okay. Yeah. And he's like, you had me at hello. And then Tom Cruise is like, take this cocktail, goose. I'm going to mm-hmm. show you the money. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right? <laughs> I'm combining all the Tom Cruise movies I haven't seen, which is, I have seen part of Top Gun when I was young, but I haven't seen Cocktail, Risky Business, or Jerry Maguire. And then he takes the red and green gum and smushes it together and screams red light, green light, and then it explodes. Ah, Mission Impossible, huh? Yeah, that's right. So anyway, that was X-Hex with Rainbow Shiner from It's Real, which is out March 22nd on Merge Records. You know, when I um when I first heard the XX album, I wasn't super crazy about it and you told me to go back and listen and I did and I liked it a lot more the second time I listened to it. I'm trying to be more open to things this year. I'm trying to check my own perspective. Mm, you got because it. How can I tell our listeners at the end to go check their perspective if I myself haven't checked my perspective? Yeah. And um yep. so that's what I did with this and next band. This is a this is a band from the GWN, the Great White North. You know all about that. <laughs> oh, right? I do. Um, you know John K. Sampson of the Weaker Thans is from Win- Winnipeg, and he has that song where he says, "I hate Winnipeg a bunch." Mm. Now I hope these people don't hate Winnipeg because they're from there, but mm. maybe they do. And um, they are called Living Hour. Have you heard of this band? No. Nope. They uh, got a little buzz a few weeks back when they released this first song from their album, and I um, I had had it sent to me, and I listened to it, and again, I was like, oh, it's okay, it's not really my thing, and um, then I uh, saw all this buzz, and I kept getting emails about it, and I was like, okay, maybe I should give this another shot, and um, I, was, I was very pleasantly surprised. It starts with a sort of dissonant, sort of shoegazy guitar part, and I feel like I was like, uh, boring and didn't even give it a chance. And um it uh it's full of surprises. And so uh, you know, I I shouldn't have made such a harsh judgment because I was wrong, because this song is awesome and this whole album is really cool. All the songs on the album are very dreamy and atmospheric, but they're anchored with beautiful vocals from Sam Sardi 
and elaborate instrumentals and the songs usually like i said with this one start one way and then sort of open up into these unexpected grooves and it uh feels a lot more immediate than like the shoegaze or dream pop type stuff that you would usually hear and sam actually said this about the band's name sometimes people are a little turned off and not living in the now or being present I find that when you perform, it's one of the most present moments that you can be in. You're living in the hour. So, mm-hmm. let's live in the hour and listen to Living Hour with Hallboy. That was a cool song. I enjoyed it. It did go some unexpected places, although yeah. it reminds me, like, I, I feel like I could have seen that band open for Minus the Bear back in the early 2000s. Interesting. Or it has a nice uh, kind of mathy electric guitar line going on, which I appreciate. And then, yeah, American football-ish with yeah. the introduction of horns. As well, and later in the song, it, it was it was a nice vibe to it. I, I enjoyed it. That's interesting because I didn't even think about the fact that the guitar parts are sort of like those. Like obviously, I noticed they're very intricate, sort of dreamy guitar parts, but I didn't think of that comparison. That that makes sense because I was like the horns sort of took me by surprise mm. because I was like, okay, I think I got this band figured out. And the throughout the record, that that dynamic of like the dreamy guitars. 
and the horns and her vocals. They just all gel so perfectly together and make a unique yet familiar sound. Mm-hmm. Obviously, it is reminiscent of that, but I didn't even get there because they're doing the, their own thing, you know? And um, <laughs> so when I was writing my notes for this, I, uh, I sometimes like to, uh, when I'm by myself working, I talk to myself all the time. Mm-hmm. And um, mm-hmm. when I say a funny phrase or something, I'll often like sing it like a mumble rap song. And <laughs> so I was like, I wanted to listen to this with headphones. So I was like, oh, I got to listen to Hallboy with Headies. And I was like, listen to Hallboy with Headies. Skirt. Then I'm going to eat some spaghetti. <laughs> nice. Yeah. So living did you, hour. Did you eat spaghetti or no? I didn't. Uh, I wish. I come wish, on, man. I wish it would have been true to life. It you was follow through It was that. just for the song. Um, so if Living Hour wants to, like, use that in any promotional <laughs> material, talking about how you should listen to Hallboy with headphones. Um, I hope we see, uh, like, a PR email in the future that has, you know, like, the quotes from different publications and it's like best it's song like, ever listen, listen to hellboy with headies then i'm then you'll eat some spaghetti that would be pretty cool they're like everybody seems to be eating spaghetti after they listen to this living hour album i don't understand it or like after that song like when they play that song live people could bring spaghetti yeah, to the show it could be like a rocky him. horror picture yeah. show thing throw that spaghetti at him guys. guys i mean we're giving you so many fun ideas yeah. for your band we should honestly get royalties yeah. Yeah, we've um, been charging by the minute. Yeah. Uh, as we've been recording this, we'll send you an invoice. So, yeah, we'll hit you up. Um, anyway, that was Living Hour with Hallboy from Softer Faces. That is out now on Canine Records. All right. So we're we're a couple hours into the party now. Um, <laughs> oh, right, right. We're at the party. <laughs> your friends, they're a little sloshed. What the, isn't that a terrible <laughs> word for... Drunk. I, I was trying to think of what's the worst word you can use for like tipsy or or like not quite drunk. Yeah, sloshed. Sloshed is probably it. So your friends, they're sloshed, and um, although shit faced, I mean that's <laughs> yeah, pretty. But it's that's not quite as disgusting quite. sounding. But if you think about it, really, yeah. you've got shit on your. But face. that's a little more progressed into the night than sloshed is. Yeah, like sloshed is kind of you're you're just kind of tippy. You're getting sloshy. Yeah. Um. So. This is a around like I I feel like this song would be sandwiched between like Cindy Lauper and Fleetwood Mac, right? This is the the time of night where you're you're doing some some weird dancing. Yeah. You're, oh, you're, you're talking about the Cindy Lauper uh, Fleetwood Mac hour. Yeah, that happens <laughs> at every party. Yes, exactly. Yeah, I was wondering why you were confused there first, <laughs> and then you it clicks in. It's probably because you're sloshed around yeah, that time, right? And it's a little hazy, but yeah. So you're you're doing some weird dancing, and this song fits in perfectly there. It's uh, it's from a Portland indie pop duo that I had not heard before, but have heard of before. This is Pure Bathing Culture. Ah, um, yes, PBC. I yes. said before I like their pipes. They got great pipes. I think that's PVC, right? I'm just talking about their vocals. <laughs> oh, <laughs> okay. They they do have some nice pipes. Um, and they're getting ready to release their first album since 2015. Actually, that's that's not totally true. They did a like a full album cover of Blue Niles 1989 recently, which is kind of interesting i don't, I don't know, know the original I, oh either. i was like i don't know what that is yeah. um but that's i it's a uh it's an 80s album that i'm kind of mm, interested to yeah. check out now uh but let's uh let's get into this and don't resist the urge to take a pure twirl, bath to twirl oh. twirl around the room like dance like as if you're in the cindy lopper fleetwood mac witching hour you know okay all right dance so, like no one's watching I can do that. Yeah, or people are. It's it's okay. People can watch. Okay. This is pure bathing culture with devotion. Yeah. 
First woo of uh, 2019. I feel like I just took a pure bath. Lordy, lordy, very gordy. I hate impure baths. You know, <laughs> that's when um, you know, funny well, funny business happens, and like, I don't stand for that. Like if you pay for a deluxe bath in, in Red, Red Dead, Dead Redemption exactly. Too, yeah. Although actually, in that they literally just give you a bath. I was like hoping oh, I mean, it was gonna take she's a turn. Scrubbing down right. by yeah. that thigh. For <laughs> she's a scrubbing while. down by that thigh. You know. Yeah. So that's an impure bath. That's not what we just went through. No, we, no, no, a no, pure no. bath. Pure. I'm yeah. I'm renewed right now. Mm-hmm. That had a similar effect to Tierra Wax mm-hmm. Only Child, where yeah. you saw me right when that oh. guitar solo kicked in. I was like, yeah, I had a big <laughs> dumb grin on my face. The the grin was so big and so dumb <laughs> that I was like. Is he making fun of this song right now? But no, you very much no, enjoyed it. Yeah. If anything, I was making fun of myself. <laughs> um, but that was so great. And you know, I'm a, this is right up my alley because yeah. I've been into a lot of 80s. You know, I had a grudge against the 80s for a while mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. I just associated with like the weird like pop songs with synth that I thought were lame, you know, and um, I don't know what I was thinking because, again, I checked my perspective about a year and a half ago, and now I, like, love discovering albums from the 80s and uh, love that sound that they were sort of channeling here. Reminded me of Bonnie Raitt, who I recently mm-hmm. was mm-hmm. obsessed with, and uh, but the Fleetwood Mac, uh, Cindy Lauper comparison as well. Great, great guitar riffs, great vocals, uh, and I loved the drums going double time in the end yes. and that whole pickup at yeah. the end where I was like, oh, Oh, eh, eh, oh, it's your birthday. No, I didn't do that. But, yeah, it was but getting me hyped have, at the end. Sure. Yeah. You could do at the party. That's, like, the moment in the party, like, in Fresh Prince when I think it's Carlton gets up on the party on the table and they're like, go, Carlton, it's your mm, birthday. And then he knocks over that yeah. bass mm-hmm. and, and the prostitutes he, all scream. And he run. does something like that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so this is another potential bass-breaking song uh, because people are going to be dancing around uh, your, your house yeah. and having a grand old time, big old dumb grins on their faces. Absolutely. Twirling the night away. Um, yeah, I, I really love this song and I want to play it at a, at a house party. That's, this song is actually what got me thinking about this whole concept of, yeah. of playing it at, at a party. Cause I'm like, man, this would go really great in between Cindy Lauper and Fleetwood Mac. Let's throw a kegger, bro. Dude. All right. Yeah. This would be a really great kegger song. <laughs> oh, you know what? I'm a uh, dog sitting for you this week, right? I'm totally yeah. going to throw a party at your house. Oh boy. <laughs> 
Are you gonna run a prostitution ring out of my house? Um, I'll never tell. <laughs> um, so <laughs> the uh, so pure bathing culture talks about the the album that this comes from as kind of a uh, there are a number of songs on the album that involve one lover telling another that whatever it is they're up against, they can make it through together. And that's the... Uh, that's sweet. That's the nice... Yeah, it, it came after a rough patch in their lives, and mm. they uh, they drew together to create uh, 80s indebted music, and it sounds great, and I'm super excited to hear this album. Yeah, I'm excited now, too. So that was Pure Bathing Culture with Devotion from Night Pass, which is out April 26th on Infinite Companion. All right, my last song comes from... One of my favorite albums of the year so far. Um, this is a phenomenal album called The Rose Gardener by the band Bellows. Mm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Bellows is the musical project of Oliver Cobb. This band is a part of the Epoch Collective, um, which they're a group of DIY artists uh, who put out some fantastic music, a lot of good bands in there, uh, including the band Gabby's World, which Oliver's also a part of. And Vice versa, she is in Bellows, uh, Gabrielle Smith, and um, the they're basically all the people in this collective. They're all in each other's bands. They all put out great music, and um, so each one's just sort of a different iteration of a lot of the same people. Mm-hmm. And um, what Bellows in particular when combines a lot of really interesting sounds that you would not think would work together. On this one, you're going to hear. Some like, I mean, there's piano and earthy percussion, which sort of leading it. But then there's some like electronic drum beats. You'll get some synthetic horns and some some beautiful strings. And um, so just a lot of really interesting sounds coming together throughout this whole album. And this song we're going to hear from Bellows is called The Tower. And the beginning lyrics are, I haven't heard that song in a while. And he's actually talking about the song WTF by Gabby's World. Mm. And um, you can hear he goes into more that sort of just song. And we talked about this with Robin's. Uh, Robin had a song where it's like, I haven't heard whenever mm. I hear that song, it makes me want to cry because, right. you know, music does have that power to bring this stuff up. And he talks about um, in the lyrics, I like drawing another meaning from it. Because, I mean, I do that with even songs I've written like when I was like 18 or something and then I play it again and I'm like, this has a whole new meaning that I didn't even understand back then. And then it can happen with just, you know, other songs you like, you listen to it again years later and you're like, oh, maybe they're trying to communicate this. And so... Yeah, there there are oftentimes uh, particular lines in songs stick yeah. out to me over and over and over again and it's not until years later where I'm like, oh, during this time in my life, it just clicks. It, it yeah. clicks, and I didn't. Yeah, it didn't quite make the connection then. It's pretty, uh, pretty cool. Um, and Oliver said this that the title "The Tower" is a reference to the tarot card of the same name. The tower in tarot symbolizes upheaval and change. Mm. The image on the card is literally a tower being struck by lightning. We build up towers of worldly ambition, narcissistic insistence on our own constructed images of ourselves. These towers of career striving, however, are built on faulty foundations. We have to destroy the towers we build up if we really want to change ourselves and get out of the ruts we're in. Mm-hmm. And um, the uh, we'll talk about this more, but the lyrics in the chorus, he keeps saying, I will not back down. And I take that as just that keeping trying to uh, break down your towers and break yourself out of your rut. Um, And we'll talk a little bit more about the lyrics when we come back. So let's take a listen to Bellows with the Tower. Oh, yeah. 
Papa Likey, that song. Um, Papa Likey, that album. It's a good album. So I, good. I haven't spent a ton of time with it, but I, I've spent enough to know I want to spend more with mm-hmm. it. Um, and that that's a good song that actually I don't really remember. So I'm happy oh, to really? have listened to it again. Um, and there's a lot of interesting, weird things going on in there. It goes on a journey. Towards the end, it kind of almost sounds like a Gaelic like I uh, like song that you would hear like a I, a traditional. Do you mean sort of like during folk. during the whole jam or like during that during just that vocal part in the end? The vocal part in the end, but all, I don't know. Just in general, like I got that vibe from the the song, it, the jam included, but definitely like the melody of the vocal. Um, even though it was auto-tuned and you know i'm not a huge vocal effect fan but i like it on this album quite a bit i think it's done well um yeah Yeah. enjoy it yeah you're a vocal effect curmudgeon i am um but that's what's interesting because this comes very late on this like the second to last song Mm -hmm. and there's some jammers way earlier on the album so it makes sense that you're like because this one comes later you might not remember it so much but uh, what a journey it takes us on. Mm-hmm. Um, and like a lot of, he does like, uh, you heard, uh, what can I tell you about the world, which is like a folk song. And yeah. I feel like he really does that style too. But then there's so much, so many different sounds going on. Oh, I love Gabby's voice coming in very subtly in the second verse. I don't know if you could hear it because mm. it's very subtle. And then she, the strings come in, start sort of teasing that end part, that end jam. And then, yeah, her singing the, uh, the like sort of auto tune harmony mm-hmm. with her own voice at the end is such an interesting, nice touch. I picture that end jam for some reason being in like a Rocky movie. <laughs> I keep picturing like some boxing yeah. montage and then like him getting back up. It's like, I will not back down. And then Creed stands up and murders a Russian. I haven't seen the film. Mm-hmm. Uh, but murders a Russian. Yeah. I haven't seen either of the Creeds. This is what you get for influencing our election. Yeah. Son of Drago. That's what it that's what Creed is about. I didn't realize. Yeah. Um yeah. when he talks about like sort of destroying this tower, destroying sort of our bad habits and our are constructed images of what our life should be to get out of your rut. I really relate to that because I feel like I was in a rut and a little uh, shameless plug for our uh, parent network now, but I was part of the reason I started taking improv at Planet Ant was because I was in a rut and I was feeling sort of disconnected from the world. Mm-hmm. And so doing that helped me sort of knock, knock down my own towers and, um, so, yeah, I recommend it to anyone. I feel like it's it's so easy to get stuck in with those towers that you build, and it's so easy to get stuck in bad habits and to sort of cut yourself off. And um, it's it's tough to get out of sometimes, but it it's so worth it when you destroy that tower and get out of it. It sounds like you did do improv to improve. Like we talked about at oh, the beginning. Oh shit! It's all show. coming together. Am I right? <laughs> yeah, I did, and I improved through improv, and uh, then I improved my improv. Oh, I'm still improving. Full it. circle, man. And then your improv improved you. So, and then, uh, got Lord willing, I can get a job on Last Man Standing with Tim mm-hmm, Allen, the home improver mm-hmm, himself. Mm-hmm. I mean, you can't improve much no, more than that. Absolutely not. And I wish I had more to add. I just can't think of. Any time in my life, I've felt the need to look at myself uh, to, like, how can I be a better person? <laughs> like, I, I'm fine in my tower. Thank you very much. <laughs> Don't you touch my tower, please. I'm happy in my rut. <laughs> no, Brian, I'm sure you could open up and tell us a similar tale, but I won't make you do that. <laughs> Maybe right some now. other time. Yeah. You're, you're perfect is basically what you're saying. <laughs> yeah. Okay. We can roll with that. 
All right, so that was Bellows with The Tower from The Rose Gardener. That is out now, and it's so great. You got to go. You got to hear it. You just got to. <laughs> <laughs> you got to. Uh, I, I agree. You got to hear it. It is good. Um, all right, so. This is the last party song. Yeah, and several hours have uh, happened since the last bit of so, time. Yeah. So the last party I went to was my friend's New Year's Eve party, and I was we were gonna stay the night there, and we did, but we were gonna stay in this like spare bedroom they have, and uh, there was this guy who I didn't really know, and we were talking outside, and he was like, I forget, we were bonding over something, some music or video game, and he was like, I love you, Luke. Man, you're so great. I love you. And then a half hour later, they're like, yeah, he's puking in the bedroom. <laughs> <laughs> yep. And so Sounds about right. I feel like maybe now we're at the puking in the bedroom point of the party. Yeah. Like later on when everyone's just like beyond slosh. Yeah, so Their so, sloshiness so is catching beyond, up to them. Yeah. So we we are, and we're actually even a little bit past the everyone throwing up part. We're like where most people have thrown up. The guest room is coated in puke. They, it's just dripping in it, and people oh are God. sleeping in it. Oh and everyone's everyone's sleeping except you know that person that you looked at mouth agape at the beginning, and you're like shit's about to get fucked up. Yeah, it's you and that person, and maybe another one or two, but. You're the you're closing the party down. Oh, here, using that same party. This is probably the point where I went into the living room and I laid down and started to go to sleep on the couch. And then our mutual friend Ben came in and put on a tune that brought me back to life. Yes, yes. Okay. This is that tune. And this is one that you share with your friends. You're thumping your chest with your hands, singing along to it. Like, yeah. just, you know, really group singing loving and uh going through through some emotional catharsis as well that that is what this song is yeah. and it comes from a singer songwriter who put out an album last year actually no uh, put out an ep last year i'm talking about hatchy mm. and uh i loved that ep so much so much so that i almost put it on my year-end album list even though i don't generally do eps because i liked it so much and it was just a really great distillation of this like shoegazy pop dreamy pop sound that a lot of people do as we talked about but i feel like she just really hones in on the edges of it and really distills it down to a really good pop formula and um so i've been excited to see where she's going to go next and she has a her debut full-length album coming out later this year. Nice. And she talks about um, being able to explore more uh, fringes of of her sound from Hmm. different textures and going into even some industrial sounds or new wave or dance pop and um, all over the place. There was a song she said that she recorded that she thought was too... She's like, oh, I can't put that on my album. That's too dance poppy. And she's like, well, whatever. No this is thing. This is my album. I can do whatever I want yeah. with it. So it's it's exciting to think about um, what we will hear on this. And this is the first single released from it. And it is in the same vein as the EP. It's a good transition. But there are some different things she's leaning into. And again... Just think about being gathered by some of your closest friends at the end of this party, beating your chest along to the chorus of this song. So let's take a listen to Hatchy with Without a Blush.
another sort of 80s influenced mm-hmm. uh pop banger but um yeah really interesting sounds sort of industrial sounds like she's literally banging on some industrial equipment some metal some thing. pbc pipes yeah yep. probably some pure bathing culture pipes um or like some it was some sort of xylophone or something mm, like that yeah, yeah. that sounded it was really interesting sound a lot of a lot of really cool sounds going on and uh the, i really like the chorus is very pretty mm-hmm. and um yeah nice anthemic uh sort of 80s pop sound but with some st- strange uh other sounds worked in there yep for sure um and i think that It'll go really well with you uh, beating your chest, singing along with your friends. Right, just uh, and having, like Matthew uh, McConaughey and Wolf of Wall Street. Exactly. You know, um, definitely being sad about how the vase has been broken earlier in the mm. night. But, you know, it's going to be okay. You're going to figure out how to clean this all up and get yeah. it sorted before your parents come home. So that's where this song takes us. Yeah. And um, I'm really excited Again, if you haven't heard Hatchie's EP from last year, please go check that out and uh, be excited for this upcoming full-length album coming later this year. So that was Hatchie with Without a Blush from Keepsake, which is out June 21st on Double Double Whammy. And we got to wait a while. June 21st, that's... that's uh... Is that even a real date? <laughs> I, they tell me it is, but uh-huh. I don't believe them. Whoever they are, the voices in my head, I don't believe that that's a date. It's like as if on her first EP she was just a little egg, and now she hatchy. She hatchy, yeah. she's becoming a bird. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. And, well, what's something that hatchies and then will hatchy again? You know oh. what I mean? Like... So she's going to keep hatching. She's going to keep hatching. She's like a Russian doll. Yeah. Great, great show. Oh, that show's good. Check out Russian Doll. Yeah. So normally at this time, we would do Shouts, which is our our albums we're looking forward to. But we want to do something a little different since it's our first show back. We want to just tell you some of the albums that we missed that we didn't get to talk about over the past few months that have been our favorite. So I'm going to start us off. I mean, these are the three words you need to remember. Henry Maggie Boogie. I mean, that's all. That's all you got to know. Henry right, Maggie Boogie. Perfect. All right. I'll no, take no, over. No, let me elaborate. Oh, okay. Let me elaborate. Um, so first up, Henry. Henry Jameson uh, is a uh, singer-songwriter. He had an album out recently called Gloria Duplex, and it deals a lot with uh, toxic masculinity and him sort of reconciling his own uh, sort of manifestations of that when he was a child as well as uh, his observations when he was working as like a recess monitor, I believe, for a school and sort of observing young boys and comparing that to his own childhood. It's a really beautiful album. Um, Next up, Maggie Rogers. I mean, who doesn't know about her? She played SNL. She's a giant pop star. She's fucking amazing. This album is really incredible. I just had so many jams on it. I've just had so many of them stuck in my head and just keep going back to them. And then Boogie. He's a uh, rapper and singer. I had not heard of him until he came out with this album, Everything's for Sale. And um, it's it's really incredible. I uh, have, again, getting so many of those songs stuck in my head. There's some silly challenge where you do a dance to the song Silent Ride that I see. Hmm. <laughs> the I hashtag Silent Ride Challenge. So There you go. Yeah, he's got a challenge going on, but he's a really uh, cool new artist. So check that out. What you got, Bri? All right. I got um, Solange, which just came out, uh, the album When I Get Home. I've been just listening to it almost nonstop since it came out, and uh, I love it. It's a weird, uh, jazzy, chopped and screwed sort of Houston rap indebted album. It's super weird, and I love it. It's really, really great. I've been excited about the potential for this in a while and then she just came out and said oh it's it's dropping tonight at midnight and uh it's it's been awesome also deer hunter uh why hasn't everything already disappeared Mm -hmm. uh that album is uh a a great example of why deer hunter is one of the uh the most consistent indie rock bands of the past 15 years or so they've been around for a long time uh, this is one of their better albums as well, and it, it's just such a good 
nice listen uh pretty short and uh, every song is pretty much a jam on it number three this one is almost kind of a guilty pleasure for me uh because Ooh. it's a ridiculous album. This is from Rat Boy. Oh, no. It's great, though. Don't be ashamed. Internationally unknown. It's a punk rap album, sort of. It's super weird. And, it's um, so interesting. I hear traces of Sublime and Waves. and yeah, yeah. But also, like, Sex Pistols yeah. and The Clash and... Uh, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> it's very hard to categorize. It, is, cool. uh, it is a strange thing that, like, if I had heard someone describe it to me i would think it would sound like shit yeah but it's so good i love it um so yeah those are the three that i've really been coming back to the most all right well that's gonna do it for us this week our first show back um we uh we love you all and we've missed you a lot and we're really happy to be back doing it and like I said, we're on the Planet Ant Podcast Network, powered by Pinecast. So go to planetantpodcast.com. They have a lot of other great shows. A uh, personal favorite of mine is the Michael Dupree Variety Hour. I've been listening to that. And, um, yeah, I think that's going to do it for us. For Planet Ant Podcasts, I'm Luke Levin saying, you better check your perspective. And I'm Brian Levin reminding you, don't let the bastards grind you down. This is best song ever. Only child!